Good morning or good evening wherever you are. My name is Kevin Kanyotu and you're listening to Omeshare Podcast, a podcast that focuses on men aged 35 to 55 years, a podcast where men share openly. This season, we've been looking at the stumbling blocks that affect men, the addictions that affect them, and the things that make them or render them not be able to achieve their purpose in life. We know very well that addictions are there to cause death. And in this month, we covered addictions to do with alcoholism and drugs, sex and pornography addiction, phone use, gambling. And today, what you're going to do is we're going to just give you a recap of what it means to be able to fight addictions that you're facing in life. We began by looking at the stumbling blocks, three S's, that Satan's works, sinful nature of man, and the scars that are formed in your lives over time. And today what we're going to do is we're going to kind of give you a formula, a roadmap at which you can be able to battle addictions, where you can be able to avoid falling into addictions. So this podcast is for you who's struggling already with an addiction, This podcast is for you who's seemingly entering into a habit that you dislike and that you feel is becoming an addiction. Brace yourselves for the seven A's of avoiding addictions coming up shortly. Welcome back. You're listening to Ume Share Podcast, the podcast where men share openly. In this episode 22, we look at the seven A's of avoiding addictions. The first A that I'd like us to talk about is attitude. The attitude that you form around a certain thing. Attitude is referred to the state of mind or the behavior or a reaction towards something. When we are faced with issues in life, when you're faced with temptations, when you're faced with the own sinful nature where you give in to your sinful nature, or when you're forced even by circumstances like things that happened in your childhood as a man, you find that the scars that were formed over time, you would want to exert them. You would want them to be healed. And you're looking for a way to get out of that situation that you have. The position of the heart may form a particular attitude towards something. It could be that you do not see anything wrong by compromising or by following things that are patterns of the world. So it could be something like going out frequently and drinking, drinking yourself uh, silly or drinking yourself to pulp. And you find that because you've seen your friends doing that, you've seen society, your neighbors, or probably had a relative who used to do that, you'd find yourself forming an attitude that it's okay to do it. It's okay to conform. It is okay to do this particular vice since it's just taking away a small pain at the moment. It makes way for assumptions. It makes way for belittling sin or belittling wrongdoings. And I'd just like to bring your attention to the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2, when Paul was talking about not conforming to the patterns of the world but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So forming the right attitude towards something, forming the right behavior towards a particular practice that is there in society and looking at it as a loophole or a trap that that you could actually fall on is one of the first steps of looking at what an addiction is. I'll also read from the book of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 that states, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So when you talk about attitude, it is really about guarding your heart. 
understanding the position of your heart towards something. Because whatever is in your heart is what guides you to act in a particular way. So the first A in battling addiction, in fighting the temptation that will give way to an addiction, is having or forming the right attitude. And the right attitude, according to Paul in Romans, is not conforming to the patterns of the world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind and also guarding your heart according to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Because everything you do, every single action that you do, stems and flows from your heart. So number two, second A out of seven A's is assumptions. So this is having a minor premise of a something. It's probably taking for granted issues. You know, you might say that, let me just have a glimpse of this particular website or this particular person who's walking right in front of me. But that glimpse ends up being that extra long gaze. And then it transcends into a thought about the person you're looking at. It could be a, a woman dressed in a suggestive way, whether she's walking past you or whether you're looking at a screen. And you assume that it's okay, let me appreciate what God has made. But that look escalates into something that breeds lust, a sexual need, and then you end up imagining things in your mind. Assumptions is also taking possession or asserting a claim that it's okay to indulge in something. Nothing is going to harm me. Telling yourself that I am in control of this issue. Well, you have no idea that that issue or whatever it is that you would like to indulge in can overpower you and make you sin. When I was in high school, there were times that when we used to meet up with the seniors and this national school, one of the main lines that I learned, which was also having a curse word, was that assumption is the mother of all mess-ups. When you assume something, it means that you're unsure about it. You are placing confidence in something that you do not know. And when I look at the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 41. So this is the story where Jesus was talking to the disciples. Jesus had gone up to pray and he had left his disciples early in the morning sleeping. And so Matthew 26, 40 says, Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. And then he said, Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? Jesus asked Peter. And then verse 41 says, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So many a times we form assumptions, thinking that our flesh is going to take it. When you're tempted as an accountant, when you're dealing with money, when you're being a steward, where you're counting cash and there's no one to keep you accountable, sooner or later you might find yourself being tempted to steal. When you've been left alone and you have that internet connection and you have your laptop and you're working alone in the office and that trigger comes and you may be tempted to look into that own site that you're not supposed to look into. When you're out there traveling and you end up as a man probably flirting with a stranger, a woman in a social joint or something like that because no one is watching you, you end up uh, being lured into a temptation where you might even start forming an emotional and then a physical relationship with her. Another verse that I'd like to read is from James chapter 1, verse 13 to 16. And James here was really talking about temptation. He says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away from their own evil desire and enticed. Then verse 15 says, Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. That's what James says in verse 16 of chapter 1. 
So making assumptions, the ultimate goal of the addiction is death. All addictions, if not taken care of, if not treated early, if not discovered early, most of them lead to death. And that is what James is saying here, that when you're tempted, you should not say that God is tempting you because God cannot be tempted by evil. The God that you serve is more powerful than evil. The God that you serve is holy. And it says, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire. Your own sinful nature is the one that tempts you. So because your sinful nature is unpredictable, your sinful nature is uncontrollable at times. Do not make the assumption that when you're testing the waters that you're going to get out of it whole and that you're not going to drown in it. So that's the second A of fleeing or fighting addictions. The third one is awareness. And I love this one because awareness is being able to know what triggers or what things cause you to act a certain way that lead you to looking for a coping mechanism that will in turn end up into an addiction. You see, the evil one is intending to harm and destroy us. When God is giving us a promise of being prosperous and successful, that he loves us and that he'll never depart from us, Satan is doing the exact opposite thing. When God is being the promise keeper, Satan is being the promise stealer or the promise breaker. To every promise that the Lord has written for you, the evil one is ready to steal from that promise. So this awareness issue, it means you need to know yourself. You need to know when you gratify the desires of the flesh. And to know that the world out there is driven to make you gratify worldly things. So identify the triggers that make you act in a certain way. Be aware of them. Mark them. Know them. I'd like to draw your attention to the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 1 to 11. And this is a very intriguing story, and it's Jesus modeling for us what it means to fight temptation, what it means to fight the devil. And so Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And then the tempter, who is Satan, came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. I'll just take a pause there from that scripture and just say that Jesus knew exactly what the word says. He knew the relationship that he had with the Lord, and he was aware of the heart and the intention of the tempter, who is Satan. His intention is not right. His intention was not good. And sometimes Satan will come in camouflage like an angel, camouflage like a good person. And some of the thoughts that may come are thoughts that when you weigh them, you'll feel, oh, okay, it's not too bad after all. But we need to be very much aware of the plans of the devil. You need to have some level of self-control to be aware of the boundaries that you can set for yourself, to be aware of when your body is not in control. And I love what Proverbs chapter 25 verse 28 says, that a man without self-control is like a city with its walls broken. That verse always catches me that without self-control, you feel naked. You feel as if you can be attacked. You feel vulnerable. You feel like anything can happen to you at any one moment. And so the verse, like a city whose walls are broken through, is a person who lacks self-control, is someone who does not know the boundaries exist. This person does not have any boundaries. This person does not have any walls around him. So anything can pass by him and he and he jumps for it. 
So if you're a man and you've been probably tempted by a woman, you're having a, a sexting relationship or you're a man and you have alcohol in your house and you partake of that alcohol like it's no man's business, you need to know your boundaries. You need to be aware of the limitations. You need to be aware of when this particular behavior is becoming toxic, is becoming dangerous, is becoming uncontrollable. So have some self-control. Be aware of the things that will trigger you, that will lead you into behavior that you're not, you're not going to be able to control. So awareness is the third A. The fourth A is abuse. This is when something is not used in the right way as it was intended. Misuse, that is. Awareness beforehand makes you realize that you are now abusing a particular thing. Last week, we had a young fellow who came to speak to us about game addiction. And one of the things that he mentioned was when you give in into a particular behavior that you're not able to control, you even forget yourself. You even forget that your own body is giving into an addiction and you're abusing your own body. Your body is not even working the way it's supposed to work because you're using it for the wrong intentions. Your mind is not working in the way that God intends it to work because he's using it and misusing it in the wrong way. So let's be careful not to improperly or in excessively use something. And I'll read us some couple of verses. First uh, Peter verse 5 to 8. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, pulls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. So be alert when you find yourself giving into a particular vice or issue. Be alert and of sober mind. That's what Peter is saying here. Another verse that comes into mind is Galatians chapter 5, 19 to 21. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So the word of God is very clear about when you overindulge in things, sexual immorality being one of them. When you engage in conversations that are not wholesome, be it in the internet or uh, when you meet with people, life, impure thoughts, idolatry, drunkenness, when you're used to drugs and alcohol and that it's con taking control over your life, that is abuse. So let us be warned about these vices and when to know that it's becoming an abuse of it. The other A, this is the fifth A, is acceptance. This is to take a decision or make a choice to identify the abuse and leave the trigger. Identify what you love and also love yourself. Accepting that the things that you seek to fulfill you have left you feeling dejected, ashamed, broken, torn apart. You see, every time you indulge in a particular practice or behavior that leads to an addiction, it leaves you feeling empty. But the connotation of addiction is that it's something that you cannot be able to control. So addictions are negative. Addictions are things that come to destroy us. Every time you indulge in an addiction, it leaves you feeling empty. It makes you feeling that you're not enough and asking questions of, is there more out there? So you need to ask yourself two questions for you to be able to accept yourself. What is it that makes your heart full? What is it that builds you without leaving others broken? What is it that makes your heart full? And what is it that builds you without leaving others broken? I'll read from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. And it states, 
So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Another verse that I'm going to read is Ephesians 2.10. And it says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. And that is our identity. You being able to know yourself, accept yourself as having certain flows, certain things that you may never change about yourself. And there are certain things that you can change about yourself. It's good to know them, but it's also good to accept that which cannot change and work around that. For instance, it could be an issue of feeling that you're not getting enough sex in your marriage. And this particular issue, no matter how much you discuss, probably your wife, and maybe it's an issue that she's not able to fulfill because of probably a medical issue, could be a lack of libido because of mental or medical related issues. And there's nothing you can do much about that, but just to pray and to hope that the Lord is going to bring you that satisfaction that you so desire. That even if that sexual satisfaction is not met, that God is going to provide a satisfaction for you beyond and more fulfilling than a sexual desire. So accept is the fifth A. The sixth A is avoidance. Avoidance is fleeing. Avoidance is to move away from or moving to the opposite direction of something and not to come into contact, to completely take away that which harms you. You know, there's a difference between abstaining. Abstaining is when you are stopping a particular thing that you've been used to for a moment of time. If I decide to fast from food today, then I'm abstaining from eating. You see, one of the big things that I decided to do recently, I was aware of the certain triggers that would make me end up being tempted into a particular situation. One of the things that I decided to do recently was to delete some social media handles that I have that I was not in control of the content that was being brought or was resurfacing every time that I visited that social platform. So every time I would go into this platform, I would end up crawling and then inadvertently I would be met by a uh, uh, sexually explicit or pornographic content. It could be even just a particular topic that people are contributing to. But because the platform is not well controlled, you'll always be met by something that is against your values. So for me, one of the things that I'm aware of is that the moment that I glimpse at this particular content, then it opens up something, a gap, a door, which then I would be tempted or be drawn into and curiosity kill the cat. You end up now going and visiting a particular page and a conversation that people are having, a particular pictures that will be merged from that would end up then making you be tempted to indulge more and more and more. So one of the things that I did was I took it out completely. And the verse that comes into mind here is when Christ talks about whatever tempts you, whatever that thing that is troubling your mind or your heart, it's better to do away with it. This is from Matthew chapter 5, verse 30. And it says, If your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. And so, gentlemen, there's a time that will come when you need to do away with something. If you cannot avoid it, remove it completely from your line of thought, your life, so that now you cannot be able to give in to that temptation. Avoidance is one of the critical A's that makes a turning point for many people who are stumbling into an addiction. It's one of the ways that rescued the famous Joseph in the Bible when he fled from sexual temptation. So if it needs you to delete an account handle or to move from a toxic group, 
or to delete a WhatsApp group or exit a WhatsApp group, whatever that leads you to that scene or to the direction or the path of destruction, it's better to flee and move to the opposite direction. And finally, gentlemen, the seventh A is adapt. Adapt to a new lifestyle. Normalize to having a new way of life. I mentioned earlier that when I deleted this particular social media handle, which I had no control of, it felt like I had a particular part of my life drawn away. I probably grieved a couple of days after deleting this handle because I thought, what will happen to all those friends I came along or I found in that platform? What happens to all that content that I'd created that is in that platform? But one of the things that I had to do was to create other avenues of communication that then would fill that gap. And one of them is this podcast. But also one of the things that I had to do was to, to adapt to worshipping God, my maker. Adapt to some routine way of life. And one of the things that I started doing was to create laws around my way of living. So create for yourself some laws, some routines, some balance of things, some self-guarding rails. One big thing that I always do for myself is that without no fail, I spend time meditating and reading the Word of God on a daily basis. Another thing is that I love to fellowship with other people, with other men out there, with other friends and couples out there, reaching out to them and having a constant connection on a daily basis with them. One other self-guarding rail that I also put was having close accountability friends where I would call and share what emotions that I have that are making me feel a certain way. People who you can have meddling rights without any cause of alarm. People who you can call up and text and say, I would like to talk to you, spend a couple of minutes just sharing what is in my heart. And one of the things that I also ensure that I do is to adapt to the fear of God. And I moved from the fear of missing out to the fear of God. So I don't miss out being in this particular social media platform that I exited because I was avoiding temptation. I'm more drawn into fearing God. Convert your FOMO to FOGO. Fear of missing out to fear of God. And just love and live a purpose-filled life. A couple of scriptures come to mind. First John chapter 3 verse, verse 14 says, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. So embrace a life of loving yourself and loving others. Embrace a life of loving God. Another verse that comes into mind is Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> chapter 3 verse 1 and this verse talks about seasons talks about time there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens so all those things that you feel like you need to do at a particular season of your life that will lead you to overindulgement or abuse you need to be very careful about that adapt to knowing that there's a season and there's a time for everything under the sun under the heavens one other thing that um, I'll read is from Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And verse 29 says, For those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among the many brothers and sisters. You see, God works for the good for those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. And so my call to you this podcast, episode 22, is to learn to live a life, a life that is filled with God's purpose. And how do you live that life? Is by drawing yourself and immersing yourself into the word of God, praying to him on a daily basis, 
and living a life of obedience. And there you go, guys. The seven A's of fighting addictions, of moving away from an addiction, of living a life that is a God-filled purpose in this area that is really destroying a lot of men out there. So remember, the A's are attitude, having the right attitude. Secondly, not assuming and playing around with sin. Awareness, identifying the things that trouble you, the triggers that annoy you, the triggers that lead you to an addiction. Abuse, when you are misusing a particular thing or substance that will end up controlling you and then you'll be in an addiction. And then the fifth thing is acceptance. Basically accepting yourself as you are. Accepting that you are having a problem and knowing that that problem could cause something that is beyond your control which would be an addiction. And then the sixth one is avoidance. Completely fleeing away from that thing that is causing the trigger. And then seventh is adapting to a new lifestyle. Living and avoiding those things that will end up making you fall into temptations and embracing a new life where it's filled of God's love and his purpose directing you on a daily basis. So men, let's live a positive life. Let's live a life that is worth saying that we lived and we fought the good fight and we finished the race well. And if you know someone who's really struggling with an addiction, please take them through this conversation where you can guide them and walk them through the seven A's of avoiding addictions in your life. You've been listening to Umeshare podcast, where men share openly. Have a great week. God bless you. Bye-bye.